Welcome, everyone, to the Daily Slab for Monday, December 5th, 2022. I'm Nate, and I'm here with your sports card rundown. If you like this video, please click the like and the subscribe button. Helps us get this video out to more people like yourselves, card collectors. All right, first up today is our IG post of the day, and it is the market report post that shows Aaron Judge here. And it's the MVP buyback program yet again because... At least I think this is interesting. This refractor that sold for $10 prior to the MVP buyback is now a $30 card after the MVP buyback. And the reason that's interesting is because, of course, you can get $40 for the card by trading it in. So people are comfortable spending $30 to get an extra $10 for free. And there's people that are willing to forego the $40 completely for free and just take the $30 cash. So it all depends on what you want to do. If you want to rip boxes, you're going to take the extra $10 all day. If you don't want to rip any more wax, you'll take the $30, which is $20 more than the 10 and call it a day. So Tops has created a, you know, it was the $40 thing that they're trying to create, but they've created something else. And that is actual cash in people's pockets that maybe they weren't expecting to create. But it's happened anyway. So people are getting cash. People that want to rip are ripping more for less. And uh, it's a good time had by all, at least I think so. And so that's pretty cool to me. Um, if you want to hear more about that specific topic or me talking about 2022 Bowman Chrome teenage prospects um, along with their prices and how kind of insane it is right now or a myriad of other hot topics in the month of November, Log on to 137pm.com and check out our monthly Slab Stocks monthly market report. It is live now on the 137pm.com website, and you can even find the link down below if uh, you want to click it there. It is a good read. We all help contribute to it. So uh, if you click on it and read it, that would mean a lot to us, and I would appreciate it. All right. Who's hot? Who's not? And continuing a trend of just talking about who's hot, we haven't really done a who's not in a while, but had to talk about him because Jacob deGrom, one of the biggest pieces in the free agent market this offseason, not the biggest, that of course is Aaron Judge, who we just talked about, but Jacob deGrom, 34 years old, pitching his 30, age 35 season this upcoming season, just signed a five-year, $185 million deal with the Rangers. It is 30 million in the first year, 40 million, 40 million, 38 million, 37 million the years after that. So it's big boy money there. Um, he got paid. He, of course, hasn't been super healthy in the last couple of years, but you know, he got paid, and that health, um, his lack of health the last couple of years is the reason why his 2028 option is one of the more interesting options I've seen tacked onto a contract. So his, his 2028 option will be his age 40 or 41 season. If 2023 is 35, 36, 37, 38, 39. Yeah, his age 40 season here. It's interesting. So check this out. His 2028 option has a base rate of 20 million. If he throws 625 innings through the five years combined or has a top five finish any of the years in Cy Young, that base rate goes up to $30 million. If he throws 725 innings in those five years and has three top five finishes for Cy Young in three of those five years, that option goes up to $37 million, which really ups the price of this contract. 
and pretty good payday for a dude who's in his age 40 season. And if neither of those things happen, but in his final season, he throws 160 innings or more and finishes in the top five of his Cy Young award, he gets $37 million. So it's very interesting. It's the Rangers being like, hey, if you're healthy and pitching well, we'll gladly pay you $37 million. If you haven't been healthy and pitched well, we'll take a final year for $20 million and try to recoup some of that value by getting you for cheaper than market value. Very interesting deal there between the Rangers and the and Jacob DeGrom. And it's also interesting because they just doled out huge money last year for Corey Seager, for Marcus Simeon, and for John Gray. And so now Jacob DeGrom, John Gray, and um, Martin Perez make a pretty formidable one, two, and three at the front of the Rangers rotation. Simeon and Seager make a formidable up-the-middle duo there. And so the Rangers have some bright young pieces – or bright – expensive pieces to go along with some young pieces in their farm system. And before you know it, they could be pretty good quickly. As for his prices, well, DeGrom, his 2014 tops update PSA 10, it's up 8.4% in the last month. We won't talk about what it is on the year or in the six months. It's not good. But in the last month, at least, it's up 8.4%. It went from $114 uh, early November on the 6th there up to $124 on the 3rd, which isn't huge money, but it is at least trending in the right direction there for DeGrom. So I, for one, am excited to see what he can do in Texas on the Rangers. They've had good success kind of turning around John Gray and Martin Perez. Not that they need to turn around Jacob DeGrom, but if he stays healthy with the Rangers pitching philosophy and everything, I expect huge things from him, and I'm excited for him and all Rangers fans. Should be really fun contending with the Mariners and the Astros out in the West. And then our trender for today is Kawhi Leonard. So Kawhi, he hadn't played up to this season. He had not played in an NBA basketball game since May 13th, 2021. He also had missed at least 20 games or more in every season since the start of the 2017 season. So health has not exactly been Kawhi's thing these years. Well, with all the picks that they gave up to get Paul George so that they could sign Kawhi Leonard, the Clippers kind of need a healthy season. They have NBA championship aspirations. They needed a healthy season from Kawhi going into 2022 to realize that. And right now, the Clippers are sitting at 13-11, 7th in the West, a disappointing outcome for them considering all the money they're spending. And a reason for that is because Kawhi has not been healthy yet again. Coming off an ACL injury is tough. I get it. He's been out 15 months. He's coming back. You're going to have some rust. But now he's dealing with another ankle injury that has had him day to day and missed number of games since the last time he came back. And he's only played five games this year out of a possible 24. He's already missed 19. I said it before. He's missed 20 plus in since 2017. And if he misses one more game, he adds 2022 to that list also, which he is inevitably going to add 2022 to that list. So that has been a disappointment at, from the get-go for Kawhi. Another disappointment has been his numbers. So he's only played five games, which this is a huge small sample size alert. You know, you're not going to take much from a five-game sample. But the fact that he's not playing, combined with this five-game sample, which is disappointing, has cause for concern. And you'll see that in his prices when we talk about him. So Kawhi here... <clears throat> He's shooting a career worse from the field. So his overall shooting percentages, field goal percentage, 
42.2%. That is a career low. His previous career low, 46.8% in 2017. His last year with the Spurs when they weren't good. So take that with a grain of salt. His three-point percentage on three threes a game, which is almost a career low since his rookie season, he is shooting 13% on three threes a game through his first five games. That's atrocious. And his free throw percentage is he's shooting 76.9%, which in and of itself is not bad, but it is a career low also. He's also averaging a career low in rebounds. He's averaging a career low in assists per game. And he's averaging the second lowest amount of points per game in his career at 10 since his rookie season when he averaged a shade under eight points a game. So any way you look at it, Kawhi has digressed uh, pretty drastically in these five games compared to his career averages. That's not to say he hasn't been a valuable player. He has, still has a value, a, a 0.1 value over replacement player, which is still positive. But by and large, his year has been a major, major, major disappointment health-wise. It's been a major disappointment uh, for the numbers we're used to him putting up compared to the numbers he is putting up right now. And you can see that in his prices, his 2012 Prism-based rookie PSA 10. Well, that is down 39% in the last three months. But a little silver lining here for everyone that might be collecting Kawhi. One, I don't love first-year prism cards but it is a first year prism card so you're always going to have that and two if he can get healthy and get going the clippers still are in playoff contention in this with the seventh seed here and if he's healthy and going i imagine they will be moving up that list get out of that play-in spot and then people will remember oh yeah Kawhi is in fact one of the best players in the world as long as he is healthy and getting some you know building off of what he's been building before so there is a silver lining there, but by and large, his season has been disappointing. So hopefully he can get healthy one of these days, get on a run, get some consistency, and show the old Kawhi form that we are used to. Lastly, YouTube Live tonight at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific. Uh, Aaron and I always go on YouTube Live and chat about whatever our fans, wherever our fancy takes us. I don't know what it is going to be today yet. But it is always a good time. At least come and uh, talk with us and chat with us about whatever you want in the chat section. It's a great time. So if you want to join us at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, it'll be right here on the Slab Stocks YouTube. So come, please, check that out. All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening to today's Daily Slab. And I will talk to you tomorrow on Tuesday for the next Daily Slab. See you, everyone.